0: And welcome, everybody, to What The Hops. We got Brian and Eric here right now. And, uh, yeah. It's been a minute. We missed you guys. Maybe you guys missed us. I have no idea. We don't really actually care if you missed us or not. I mean, I do a little bit, because I, you know, I, I like I like being loved. It is a uh, Sunday night, and the Sabres are playing, and... He should have scored. It was
1: a fucking two on one and the
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> welcome welcome to the thick of the season. Watch right now. this. Look
1: at this. Falls down. <laughs> Look, what the fuck is this? That's the word play? That's the play.
0: <sighs> That's Ico, man. The pass first. He, for- he, he, he thought he saw it. He thought he saw it. And, I don't give a uh, fuck
1: what you saw, dude. You got one of the best shots in the league. Take it. Oh,
0: well, he had Gergesen in the back end, so he decided not to go that way. Well, yeah, we still had Olsen,
1: but I mean, just take the shot. Take the shot.
0: <laughs> Shoot it. Yeah.
1: They're
0: playing Chicago right now. I don't even know who, who's in net for Chicago Crawford right now. Crawford is tonight. Is it? Yeah. Uh, I guess, yeah, maybe. Maybe you're not going to take that shot.
1: I'll um, take the shot. I mean.
0: But yeah, it, it's been a minute. Um, we have. I was out of town. I was in fucking Denver and uh, we're drinking the drinking some of the shit that I decided to bring back right now. Uh, it's funny because when you talk to people about like what are like some of the top breweries out in the Denver area that people want to get, you hear weld works being thrown around and you can walk into a bottle shop in Denver. And Weldworks is just all over the fucking place. So I grabbed a four-pack of their juicy bits and brought brought a couple back. And that's currently what we're drinking right now. So it is a New England style IPA with citric mosa- citra, mosaic, and El Dorado. And uh sits currently at 6.7 ABV. This was canned on 1028. Solid beer. So definitely solid. I bought this roughly a week ago. And it was canned what a week before that. Yeah. So this is two weeks old. And yeah, no, it's drinking smooth as shit. And it's 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 just really like it blows my mind that one of the top breweries in the Midwest, I guess. Like, you can literally just walk into the store and just fucking buy it. Like, I guess it would be the same if we were able to walk into a bottle shop here and buy some other half. You know, which we kind of can. Yeah. I mean, we have access to
1: other half <laughs> more than we used to. Oh, I think it' have been more like monkish. Like so go and get monkish or something like that. It's just that's not like a normal thing.
0: Yeah, and, 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 but that's it. That's just it. I mean...
1: But, I mean, other half of you kind of... I, I guess we're kind of more used to it with, like, being in a state where they're here, even though they're the opposite side. They've been... Sorry. They've been the opposite side. Now they're close. But, like, you would always run across, like, random collabs, but never, like... Yeah, and, like, that's what
0: Weldworks has become, like, out in that area. Like the denver the Denver area dude there's so many fucking breweries that people can just be like yeah I'm just gonna go to wherever the fuck I want like they don't care you know like people back home back here like they're like dude did you get that weld works did you do this did you do that like juicy Bitch is one of those things where people are like dude people are trading this one for one for like other half
1: just what you can get your hands on man and and that's just it you know. That's all it is, is what you can get your hands on. I mean, it doesn't... I, I'm not saying that I'm over IPAs, because I'm not at all. But I mean, it's, <laughs> at, it's at this the point where all this shit is so hyped up, I think it's hard to say, like, this is the best beer I've ever had anymore. When you're talking New England, either, yeah, that's good. It's decent. It sucks. And then there's ones that are like, yeah, that's really good. But I mean, you don't have... And you're not going to be able to remember the taste, I feel like, the way you used to. Like, years ago, we used to be able to be like, you know exactly what a Sierra Nevada tastes like. You know exactly yeah. what a uh, 60 or a 90-minute tastes like. And that was your thing because that was what it was. Like, what is that first New England that just, like, blew yeah. you away, you know? I mean, I I think the first one that blew me away was Wrench from Industrial Arts.
0: Yeah. Maybe, maybe even, like, a six-point beer. But even, like, I mean, but that's not even New England style.
1: Yeah. I would just say that they're just another... Eh, not just another brewery, but they're, like, another version of Southern Tier in a way. Dude, I had the fucking...
0: Today went to um, Coulter Bay for the game, for the football game. Yeah. I had their Gamma Ray, which is a Sour IPA, which, like, was just, like, Blueberry and a couple other berries. Who's, who's the brewery? Six Point. Six Point. And, like, honestly, like, you're going to get a beer like that on tap, like... I'm not going to pass it up. Yeah. I really can't. Like, but this, I mean, this Weldworks, we had a couple Weldworks beers on tap during the Shelton Brothers Festival at Coulter Bay as well. And none of them, none of them really stuck out, but we also didn't have this and like Juicy Bits is their staple. Yeah. Like when people were like thinking, it's like, oh, you got to get Weldworks, you got to get that Juicy Bits. Um, I mean, I drink this again.
1: Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like this if, is if this is like a readily available beer here, yeah. I'd, I'd pick it up on a regular
0: like, basis. This is this is what I want out of a New England, like a hundred percent of the time. Like if this is my staple New England out of the area that I'm living
1: in, dude, I'm not I'm, mad about it. Yeah,
0: like I can I can easily drink that all the time.
1: Like, yeah, I'm 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 enjoying it. Oh, I enjoyed it. a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: trying to savor it a little bit.
1: Thirsty. I've been waiting for, I was going to say, I've been waiting to have a beer all day, but then I realized I had one a few hours ago during the, f- the football game. Oh, look at that. Soupy. <laughs> yeah, because he's working for. Yeah, he's the like an Black advisor or scout right? or something yeah. like that.
0: Good for him, though. Yeah. We're talking about Brian Campbell. Um, Brian, if you don't know, Brian Campbell played
1: for the Sabres for what, six years? He was drafted by them, and he played till like 28. 20- Ish, I want to say he was in the organization for like good, like six to ten I years. thought
0: it was 06 oh, 07, 08, right? Or 06
1: 07. Uh, no, they traded him after.
0: Was, it, was I mean, he here
1: for the president's? He was, yes, he was here for both of those, and he was the one that scored. Didn't he score in the outdoor game? So that was like 07 08? No, that was 06 07. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. the first when we did the outdoor game it was 07 08. I thought it was a- I can was a- tell you other reasons why I know this, but oh,
0: okay. the- well, yeah, yeah, and I know the other reasons why <laughs> yeah I'm like We're not- okay I'll-, I'll I'll go with you on that yeah <laughs> we'll leave we'll leave it on that,
1: yeah, so, that's-
0: so so but so then he was traded after that game then. It had to be.
1: Uh, yeah, because he got traded to the Sharks. He played 83 games that year. I remember.
0: And then Jonathan Bernier came and like scored like two, three, or what, three goals, and like everybody thought he was going to. Not be like,
1: Jonathan Bernier, Steve Bernier. Steve Bernier, big bear. Sorry, sorry. came in with Van and jo- Roy. Jonathan Jonathan
0: Bernier is still floating around somewhere, backing up somebody. Is he? I is feel Detroit? like. I feel he like Florida he's Detroit? he's ba- he's backing he's up something. Detroit. I think he's in Detroit, maybe. Yeah, that sounds about right. Steve Bernier, dude.
1: Yeah, comes in. <laughs> Scores two goals playing with Vanek and and Roy. So Those right are
0: predators too, right?
1: Yep. I remember yelling in my sitting at my parents' house be like the fucking new guy scored. <laughs> my my mom was in the kitchen and I was in their back room just like the new guy he's got two. Let's get him a fucking hattie.
0: Dude, everybody was so fucking pumped up. I just remember hearing stories of fucking him going to fucking Slick Willie's. Seriously? Yeah.
1: He was a Slicks chick?
0: Yeah, Dan Dan said that he was uh he he was staying someplace on the boulevard and stuff, so he would hit up Slicks every so often. What a
1: life, man! <laughs> Pro hockey player just hanging on dive bars, like, oh, dude, buckets, buckets <laughs> It's five for fifteen. Oh, well, that's where fucking Sabretooth hang, dude. Sabre, the real Sabretooth? Yeah, like, under the mask. You don't, re- dude. You don't remember Dan telling us about that shit? No, dude. I was usually really inebriated when I was there.
0: Yeah. No, fucking. The guy who plays Sabretooth, the fucking mascot, fucking goes and gets hammered at fucking slick bullies, man.
1: Oh, no, never mind. That was, I remember we were on the flats one time in Cleveland. My dad went in some bar, and uh, Buster Bison had signed this fucking, like this lampshade in the bar. My dad's like, hey, can I bring my kid in real quick and show him this? So he brought me in this bar. I mean, this was like in the afternoon. Like... Like she was like, look who signed that. I'm like, Buster. I'm like, what the fuck? And my dad told him about it one time, and Buster like was like whispering to him like, oh, was it this bar? Was it this bar?
0: <laughs> That's what I mean, man, dude. Like, dude, how would you feel being a fucking mascot and like going around and doing this shit? Like, dude, could you imagine being a mascot going to a fucking All Star game and just getting fucking ripped and just fucking partying all fucking week?
1: It's gotta be like. I don't even know. Like, there's, There's got to be, like, some craziness. Get like, that fucking puck That's, out. That's their fucking Super Bowl, right? Like, All-Star, oh!
0: All-Star Weekend or Draft Weekend is, like, a mascot's fucking, like... Like, that's
1: when they're fucking ready to go. Do you man. think a lot of mascots have a drug problem? Probably. I mean, yeah. I, like... Not trying to sound jaded or shallow or anything, but, like, I just see mascots, like, all being, having a drug problem. Like, not, like... Not like meth or anything, but like that. Be like, ah, like, he literally likes the bull. I mean... I have no insider information. Oh, fucking shit. Don't do it. I stop. They're not, like, creepy dudes. you You got to be vetted pretty well at this point. Yeah. I mean,
0: like, come on. Like... I guarantee they hate children. If you're a mascot, like, you spend 95% of your time, like, fucking touching a child. Yeah. So, like, you can't be creepy. That's just straight up. Like, it's just, like, you probably have a family... But you probably also have a drug problem, right? <laughs> like, there's, there, there's like, like, that middle ground, maybe, I guess? I don't know, like...
1: I mean, it feels... You like gotta be, like, some kind of Homer Simpson character, pretty much, then. <laughs>
0: that like, you just have no idea what the fuck's going on in life?
1: Pretty much. Like, your wife, you're just kind of, like, going through the motions, no direction. Like, you know, your kids are kind of fucked up. They're not... They're not that bad, but they're not all there. And then like I, I, I don't know.
0: Your your wife's just like, yeah, that's my fucking husband. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. You, know. no, you go like
1: somewhere and she's embarrassed. like, oh he he's an actor. <laughs> oh, what's he been in? Oh he's been Sabretooth for the last thirty years. <laughs> he's
0: busted no, no, he's fucking what's the what's the small bison? A chip. Chip, yeah, he's not even a fucking Buster Bison. He's fucking Chip. Oh, dude, that's gonna be a chick, right? Uh I never even thought of that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, dude, if I'm if I'm a place that's hiring a mascot, dude, I'm probably hiring a chick because like they could probably do more. And plus, probably safer that way maybe too, right? Old
1: army guys. Well, yeah, you definitely you would want one hell of a lot of less risk of being a creep. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, then I. I don't have any stats to prove this, but I want to say statistically, I feel there, like there I, has to be a much smaller version of like <sighs> creepy women out there versus creepy men oh yeah, yeah
0: yeah this is this is a whole we could probably do like a whole fucking series of podcasts on fucking mascots so
1: I yeah. like the fact that we've just been talking about this for <laughs> and like we're what fifteen <laughs> minutes into the recording right now Pretty and much. we have not talked about anything that we want to offer topic so far <laughs> it's just been because this is what happens. Yeah, I, I don't know. So this, this is fucking mascots, dude.
0: <laughs> so so the one thing that... Uh, you want to just
1: keep about the episode going about mascots first, then we can do the next one? Like, like at this point... As, as Eric's kind of
0: alluding to, we're, we're getting ready um, as we get towards the end of the year and hopping into the new year. We're kind of... We're going to start changing format a little bit. I mean, we're still going to be this. I mean... Loose. Oh, dude, like... Rambling. If we want to talk about fucking mascots, we're going to talk about fucking mascots. You guys are fucking deal with it. But we're going to oh, go... Oh, was a sick fucking goal. We're going to go a little towards... Uh, a little more towards music. I mean, we've already... We've already been a music podcast for the most part. Um, we're not getting rid of the... Uh, getting rid of the hockey as well. Because, dude, it's fucking Buffalo and we're just a bunch of hockey lovers to begin with so if you guys don't like hockey fucking deal with it like we're gonna we're gonna always talk about hockey so.
1: fucking figure it out man that's <laughs> shit like you're not watching hockey i don't know what's wrong with you like
0: yeah you want us to talk about the bills you know the bills won today cool
1: there's enough bills podcasts and yeah. shit about that Like, i don't know we're, how many different things you can say about a football game Hey, I didn't see the coach clapping as much today as he normally does. I don't so. fucking care. I watched the game, yeah. I love the team, but at the same time like Whatever.
0: The yeah. saber, the Sabres are the Sabres are what we really care about in this city, so if you don't care about it, then that's your problem, man. But yeah, we're we're gonna slowly start going towards a music centered podcast theme. Like a, a, a music and beer podcast, because, you know, fuck it, that's what we want to do, man. I went to Eric today and I was like, well, pick one of these bands on which one you want to talk about. And I gave him three bands and he picked Poison of Well. Yep. So... We were coming in today thinking about talking about Florida's best metalcore band. Mm. I don't know, man. That's
1: I don't know. Most I, m- best melodic? I mean, they were the trendsetter for melodic hardcore. Well, a day to remember is from Florida, oh, right? Oh, yeah. So you have... I mean, if, you, if you're if you thinking
0: Florida metalcore, you're thinking Poison Well, Under Oath, a day to remember.
1: Yeah. Um... Right, those, but there's like 30 other bands that we've listened to that are from there, but I mean, that's,
0: but those are the top three, right? Yeah. Like if I if I'm thinking of it, like those are the top three, like just like just spitballing out of my head.
1: From first to the last, was kind of there too, but then they went to L.A. Yeah, but that's that's another story.
0: I mean, Under Oath, Under Oath is probably bigger than Poison the yeah. Well in a way.
1: Oh, absolutely, they
0: Poison Well was like the first though. Well, there was also who was it before them? Uh, who the fuck was that? There, there's one other. Shahilude. No, because Shahilude was like Pennsylvania,
1: though. No, they're Florida, dude. Are they? I'm pretty sure they're Florida, because the guy from New Glory was from Coral Springs.
0: Yeah, but wasn't the one dude from Juliana Theory and Shahilude too? Because Juliana Theory is uh,
1: Pennsylvania. They had one song.
0: Who's the there's a band that like started like Gaines Fest or Gainesville Fest or whatever it was, and that's probably who you would go to
1: If you really want to get like a Florida Death Metal band, you got Morbid Angel, Death and Obituary. I mean technically,
0: Cannibal Corpse went down to Florida
1: and started doing
0: their own thing as well. so because like Tampa became Tampa was a pretty big like metal scene, I guess, back in the day. Which, fucking non-point, Dia Seed, Oh, dude.
1: Hate it. Eternal, Trivium.
0: I mean, if you want to go, if you want to go, new metal, non-point, and Darwin's waiting room.
1: Shahulu's the first band that comes up. All right, all right. I mean, I guess I'll take it. There ain't nothing wrong with Shahulu. Top ten metal bands from Florida. Let's see. Death, number one. No. Trivium. I'll give you Trivium. Hate Eternal. No. Nah. Cynic, that's from the 90s. I don't know what the fuck that is. DSC, nah, I ain't fucking with that. Iced Earth, no, we ain't doing that. Obituary, no. Iced Earth isn't from Florida, dude. Dude, it keeps popping up.
0: There might be someone in, in Iced Earth that was from Florida, but I'm not
1: accepting that. I'm not listening to Iced Earth either way, so it don't fucking matter. No, I can fuck with Iced Earth.
0: Either way, all right. So, we're here to talk to you guys about Poison Well. When was it, So when
1: was the first time
0: you heard Poison
1: Well? Um, sitting in a kid's house I went to high school with in like 2002. And so that's, I think, and like whatever we was new, like Napster music or like some kind of streaming thing. I just remember that being on there because... So it was like after Tear like, from the Red came out? Yeah, it was like, or like right around there. So 2001, 2002, like somewhere right around there. And um, I remember "nerdy" came like would come on, and "nerdy" and "bachelor" were the two songs that would come on all the time. So, if you, uh,
0: according to Wikipedia, which for the most part is kind of correct, um, "poison the well" started in 1997. Yeah, um, "an acre lost" was the original band, pretty much, and. Uh, They ended up um, releasing their first EP, um, Distance Makes a Heart Grow Fonder, in 1998 um, with their original singer, which, you know, is. Which they don't even show that, like, past members for that, really. It's a pretty decent EP. Um, The song Torn on that ep like sticks out to me
1: more than anything else i bought it and i don't even think i ever listened to it really i remember buying it from a sit and spin i remember getting it from our friend dave
0: and burning it onto my computer and then like throwing it on a mixed cd with like a bunch of other random eps so like this way like i was like saving cd space Because, you know, it's the late 90s and burned CDs actually like cost like like blank CDs actually cost money.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) You know, so it's like you're trying to like fit like 70 minutes of music onto that CD or else like you're just like wasting money. So like you you get this 20 minute EP and you're like, oh, I got to I got to figure out what else to put on this or else I'm just wasting space. So, that, that was what I did. Um, but I ended up buying, opposite of December, at the uh, basement bar when I saw um, Dillinger Escape Land. What it was, was you had people just selling CDs and shit, and...
1: Oh, it's like going into Walmart now, and some fucking random guy would we'll be like, all right, hey,
0: man, there's just make a, a donation dude- and check my CD? There's just some dudes fucking selling fucking CDs out of a box and stuff. And, like, Dave is like, dude, buy that. And I bought Opposite of December. And from that point on, I was fucking sold, man. But, yeah, Opposite of December. I don't know. Like, Opposite of December, dude, like, buying that, it was... Summer of 2001, this album came out in 99-ish, 2000-ish, I believe. 99,
1: December 14th of 99.
0: Yeah, so, like, with that coming out and buying it two years later, like, it was just like, okay, like, that was one of those albums that, like, started turning me from a new metal kid to a metalcore kid, like, straight up. Like, anyone like that was, like, 16, 17, 18, when that album came out, I mean, it was one of the most influential albums that really, like, happened back then. The sound of it just is incredible. I just love the way it sounded. Like,
1: from songs like Nerdy to Slice Paper Wrist to... It was different, like, with the way the vocals were done, too, because you would, like, talk... And then like Scream, like some like, I don't know, it, was like, it wasn't a normal Scream. and then But they were a band that just evolved. Every CD was different. Every fucking CD was different. And that was uh, when Jeff uh, Moriera came in
0: to be their vocalist. Because um, he wasn't the vocalist on the EP. Yeah, he wasn't. Like he ended up Didn't taking- did they have two
1: singers at the time on the EP?
0: I mean, I believe so. I don't know if Derek was doing some of the stuff on the EP
1: or not. Um, Jeff came in in 98. And they had Arya or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So they both did. I thought they did vocals together. It might have been that on
0: the EP. I don't remember. Like, I mean. I can't believe they never made a video for Nerdy. You didn't need to, though. I mean once once uh like I mean so like Derek Miller Derek Miller Derek Miller was like their main guitarist. I thought Primick was. I mean for the most part like but Derek Miller kind of like was like that guy that everybody kind of like I you don't know associated with them. And maybe that's because of like after like with Derek's success after the fact. Um and so, Derek left the band in 2004. Yeah. And they technically were done at that point. Like, they never actually officially broke up, too. Like, it's one of those things where... The was first like, time? Yeah. They're just like, yeah, we're on a hiatus kind of thing. And Derek went and did Sleigh Bells. And Sleigh Bells actually took off. So... People look at Derek as, oh, hey, he was in Poison Well, he did his thing, you know?
1: Yeah, they were in pre production for a CD, and he, wow, just said they scrapped it all. Damn.
0: Because of sleigh bells?
1: Or, yeah. Yeah. It says in summer 2004, Derek quit the band. Miller had been in Poison Well all three previous releases and a major part of the writing process. Poison Well was in the middle of pre-production for an entire record's worth of material when Miller, Miller announces that he's departing. Uh, the material would eventually get scrapped due to the overall unhappiness with the direction he had taken the band.
0: And that, and that's the one thing, too, with Poison Well. Like, So if you were a fan of them from Opposite December... Tear from the Red became that, like, hey, this is that mainstream metalcore album, you know? It was very welcoming um, between, I mean, Botula was the first single released. Um, Parks and What They Meant to Me, I think, might have been a single? Let- letter thing like that. I mean,
1: Ghost Chan and Zombies Are Good for Your Health were... Yeah, but that was after Tear from the Red, though. Yeah, with that, but as you come before you were technically the only singles. I mean, I'm just. I thinking. mean, singles, it was different because, like. Yeah, I guess there back wasn't singles then. at the time. Like, for this kind of music, it was like random comps that you'd pick up that have songs on it and shit. And that's
0: just it. Like, I mean, um, Pieces
1: of You and Me off of Tear from
0: the Red was a very good song that got some play randomly. Um, Horns and Tails was that. Like back in that day, like all the metalcore bands were doing the random
1: acoustic song. Yeah.
0: And Horns and Tails was that acoustic song. So like it was a very like like that second full length was a very, you know, hey, we're doing this because, you know, this is what people want us to do. And personally, for me, I liked it. I remember it coming out and, like, me, like, dropping, like... Because my brother got, like, the releases before. Because yeah. working for the radio station well, and Which stuff.
1: one? Did you come before you or Tear from the tear Red? Tear from
0: the Red. So I remember, like, like getting, like, the lyric book and everything else. So I was, like, dropping the lyrics on my fucking live journal and stuff for people to read. Like, before they had, like, access to them and shit. I was, like, super fucking pumped. It was, like, 2003 at its finest, man.
1: 2003? I mean... Best metalcore record ever to come out of Buffalo.
0: <laughs> but yeah, but then you come before you like came out and like bigger transitional record. I think that's what Poison Well was really kind of supposed to be.
1: You know, weird core. I mean, they did weird chords and shit in the previous ones because I remember trying to like learn their songs and it was just weird. It wasn't like natural stuff. Yeah. Um. So uh, when you got there it was heavy, but it was also like random like interlude-y and you know different like noise breaks and shit you'd come across. Yeah, they were very like
0: just 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 all over the place. But like I mean even lyrically too, like it was very it was very wild and like I don't
1: know, people They were always like metaphor kind of band though. They were just like and speaking like weird shit. It was never like a full picture was painted in any of
0: their songs, and and the thing with you become you come before you, like that was when, so at that point that was when uh, Headbangers Ball came back and yep. everything else, so
1: super spacey. Part. I mean, even like with the ap- as a cold, Apathy of Cold Body being the single, it was just such a spacey sounding song. Well, what
0: from a uh, from a bandaged gyrus is on that album, right? Yeah, you know that song too. Like, they're just all over the place. Some of the breakdowns in those, I mean,
1: <sighs> you didn't realize the breakdown was happening.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, like you're you're listening to it, and like, it's almost like in a sense where they like. Dumbed down stuff like between the bear and me would do, and like kind of threw it into their style.
2: I don't
1: know about. I mean, that's two different, totally different things with the band. That's another episode right there. Oh
0: yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, like, but that, but that's what that's that's kind of how I thought of it. Like when, like when Tropic Rot, like between. Between uh, You Come Before You and Tropic Rot, like, they're so random that, like, it feels like something like a Between a Beer and the Me record,
1: you uh, know? I, I get what you mean, because it, it didn't have, like, a natural flow to it. It was... But, I mean, Norma Jean But it, but it, kind of- but it did, though. Like, listening to it from front to back,
0: it's just like, okay... This feels right, but yeah. like if you pick a song
1: out of it, you're like, okay, this is kind of random. Uh, I, I get what you mean about it. I don't. It's it was one of those things you didn't know what direction the song was gonna go in. Which I think a lot of bands make songs that it, it's not just the not just the whole like you know intro verse pre-chorus chorus verse like not not something like that, but it was just like you didn't know where was direction would go because. Everything started getting spacier and, and airier and and more ambient sounding and.
2: This is Brewcrime, a craft beer and true crime podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Beck. And I'm Nina.
1: And we're your hosts.
2: We pair a true crime story with a craft beer. That Nina will probably hate.
1: (laughs) Yeah, probably. Whatever.
2: You can find our show on all your favorite podcast apps, and if you can't find it, contact
1: us, and we'll try and change that. We can be found at brewcrime.com or on Twitter at Brewcrime, on Facebook at Brewcrime, or if you want to go to our group, it's group slash Brewcrime on Facebook, or on Instagram at Pacific Beer Chat.
2: Join us as we discuss the horrible crimes that surround us and try not to giggle.
0: Savannah's just joining us, and as she's hey. joining us, we're um, drinking the Beltline Bolton Landing collab, Peepin' Leaves. Um, oh, shit, the Bolton Landing collab? I love Bolton This landing. came out... Two weeks ago, a week ago, something like that. Um, it's sitting at seven point seven percent. Um, it's a
1: IPA, and uh, yeah, Bolton landing on Lake George. Yes. No, I, I know this is yes. I've been there <laughs> several times. I mean, the brewer is from yeah. He's from Twelve Gates so. initially, isn't he? Yeah, like he, or he's from like
0: that. He's from Western New York, so so he he. Obviously came back and decided to uh, do some fun stuff because uh, I mean Beltline Beltline's owned by uh, one of the owners is Peter Braun who owns Morpat too so um, you know they get a little bit of that uh, they get a little bit of that push on that end that Williams will push so now well, this IP is pretty good though yeah like
1: I I had it while I was there little. Not burn in a bad way But a little more like hoppy though. Like you taste The IBUs a little bit more It's yeah. got some body to it too though Yeah
0: It's
2: not super crushable Like I wouldn't sit here and drink Can the Keptra can of this
0: Oh yeah no I mean it's thick Mm-hmm. You know Like that's just it Like depends what, what kind of buzz I'm looking for
2: <laughs> <laughs> True
0: <laughs> And that's Again that's what goes to uh, You can kind of relate that to poison well too though because that's what they were they were that they were like, not for everybody they were that early metalcore that like got people really into it and then became kind of weird where people were like yeah I'm gonna just listen to this stuff that's they melodic. got like
1: stonery kind of for a while then. a little
0: bit yeah I,
1: I guess that's a good way to put it um like not full-on stoner metal but they had a lot of like grooves yeah where it's like, like down tempo kind of like. Yeah, like you can, you can, you. God throw, damn it! <laughs> you
0: could throw it on, and it's just like, I don't know. Like you can just sit there and just chill to it, and just like listen to like what the hell is going on, you know? Like that's how a lot of, a lot of it, a lot of it became. Like I mean, I just, I just always go back to like trips to Erie and trips to Rochester, and like seeing the band and. Uh, I remember seeing them with uh Hatebreed in Rochester and
1: they literally just I remember when they got the show got canceled at uh, Extreme Wheels for them and they had to reschedule it. I think that might have been the last time I've actually seen them. Mm. No, they put Extreme Wheels again, I remember, and then Well, it, I mean, I think I think that Was that Warp tour after that?
0: The one with me on stage? No. Yeah. No, no, that was before that. I did get to see
1: them. They were both on, um, what's it called? The tour for two different tours. Yeah, there was,
0: was Warped Tour 04, I believe.
1: Yeah, but if it was 04, that would have been Warped. We would have seen them at Extreme Wheels first. Yeah, because 04, I was in high school still. And I remember going in the. it ended up snowing in, like, fucking like late April, and that's when the concert was supposed to be, and they had to push it back. And they came back in, like, May for it, but they it snowed bad enough that they had to cancel the concert. Then they played later that summer, in 04, at um, their Warped Tour. Unless it was... or it would have been 03. It was 03. Then it was 03, yeah. Then that makes...
0: Because the same... It was the same year that Glassjaw played.
1: Yeah, that's where, I, that's where I started doubting. I'm like, wait a second. That's why I bought the Glassjaw shirt that said this is a war and had of fucking people riding bugs. <laughs> oh,
0: I can't
2: wait to see Glassjaw.
0: I'm so fucking pumped.
2: I'm pumped for that, for sure.
0: It's funny. So I was talking to, um, I broke it to the uh, guys at the Miscavige Library that I have a concert that day. And they're like, what are you going to do? just post some pictures of you crying in the back of, like, people, like, at the <laughs> show, and I'm like, actually, probably, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, that's probably what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be standing in the back cave just place, like... Saturday
2: Plays, and you probably will be a crying mess. I'm You'll be so gonna, I'm just...
0: I don't, I don't even know what the fuck I'm gonna do, man. Like, I can't... I can't explain what is going to happen in my mind. That's going to make my body react in whatever way it's going to react.
2: I've got bands like that. Oh, remember when you seen
1: Poison the Wall the one time you picked that kid up and fucking threw him at Town Ballroom? (laughs) That was that was '05. That was was what Shadows Shadows Fall still remains barrier dead.
2: Why? What is happening at the library on that Saturday that you're missing out?
0: That's our Christmas party. Oh. I'm supposed to be making food for it, and I'm like, I told them, I'm like, yeah, I kind of have a thing going on that I have tickets for.
2: So, so are you making pierogi, and then like someone's gonna serve it?
0: I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not necessarily worrying about it. All I know is I'm gonna go and fucking watch Glass John Cave in and Ghostface Killer and. Get up kids and every time i die and probably cry
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like that's just gonna be my life so
2: i know it's a killer show i'm pumped
0: <sighs> fucking 2003 brian's like just like
2: wreck uh, are you going no <laughs> you're not going either day
1: no i don't remember what day it's on
2: uh 13th and 14th of december
1: Sure, there's probably children's hockey to be had and coached.
2: The 14th is the best day. Um, I believe both days are sold out, but I know they re release single day tickets.
1: Yeah, that Saturday out. is already sold out again.
2: I assumed. See, so I'm have gonna,
1: to didn't knock loose play last year. Yeah, I sent you video. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I remember I got a different phone. My phone fucking
0: shit the bed. No, but yeah, so Poison Well really it was one of those bands that kind of started the whole metal cult craze um Dude, i remember
1: there's a guitar world article years ago it was like thrice and poison the well were in it and i'm uh, i'm trying to think of what the other bands were but i can't it hey, was symphony and peril from Flora? Thrice
2: reminds me of you i don't know why who thrice <laughs>
1: like thrice
2: like certain songs i listen to just pop up and like they remind me of you. I didn't I have give no a shit clue
1: after this. The uh, illusionist, no illusionist. No, no, no. Super
2: early. We're talking like yeah, like, like Bull. high Artisan school yeah. thrice. Uh, yeah, Artisan,
1: yeah. That was after that. I really didn't get into like the what, other one. What's
2: that one song? It's like Saturdays. or... Uh,
1: staring at the sun. No. Saturdays like are for the boys.
2: <laughs> Is there a song called Saturdays of the boys?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> leave it leave it to thrice to start barstool
0: <laughs> Dustin, on. Dustin kendrew's all like talking to jesus and he's like i'm gonna start barstool now and yeah. jesus like no don't do it it's like too late bro yeah
2: it would be a really early album <laughs> i'm gonna find what i'm talking about
0: if you've never listened to poison well like you
1: it's hard to tell you like listen them because you start listening like what the fuck is this if, if there was one
0: song from Poison Well that you should, you think people should listen to,
1: what would it be? Uh, I mean, Nerdy is one of my thoughts, but I don't think Nerdy is the. I don't think Nerdy summed them up because that was more melodic than a lot of the other shit. Um, I almost want to say something off of You Come Before You, like, just because it. It's the, not the best, but, like, it's the biggest, like, combo of where they went and where they came from, of styles. Like, Ghost Chant or, fuck, let's see. I I think you're right, though, on that. Like, yeah, I don't, you don't think I'm right, you just know I'm right.
0: Like, I mean, <laughs> even, like, I mean, Apathy for a Cold Body, or Apathy is a Cold Body, sorry, is one of those songs, like. I don't know
1: if that was a single or not. Yes, it was. It was like a five minute song. But like that
0: kind of like brought both, like that, that brought the whole spectrum of Poison of Well into it a little bit. You know, like yeah, the the feel of that song. Um, as I mentioned before, uh, for Bandage Iris too, like for me, I think that song really kind of pulls it in too. Hang on. <laughs> When you look back at it, though, like, opposite of December, though, like, you're jumping from songs like "Slice Paper Wrist to Nerdy to Manera Love Message and to Mandate Heaven. Like, dude, that whole fucking album, man, like, to see that band and to be able to live those live shows... Back in like 2001 and 2002, man. Like, it was just like.
1: It's just fucking dirty, man. I'm trying to think of all the times I've seen Poison the Well, but I don't. Remember the one with the place by the DMV? When it was Every Time I Die, Poison the Well and. Underworld. Under Oath? Yeah, And there was somebody else too, and they're like, Every time I Die, I was like, We're gonna play an old one. And it's like, No, it's not. the it was on a CD fucking three years ago. I believe. So, I
0: do have a... Uh, there was like 2007, dude. I have a YouTube channel. And I have a Poison Well show from Erie. Michael Eerie. fucking scored, finally. I have a Poison Well show from Erie in 2002, I believe. And it may or may not be on that. If it isn't, it'll be on there probably in the next six months. Six months. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta make sure I actually have it. I gotta make sure I actually have it, like converted. Dude, I, I can sell just... my house in six months from. Guys, fucking I'm, just I'm just getting
2: saying, around,
0: dude. Like I have it. It's there. Don't I'm getting worry.
2: around updating my 2001 <laughs> yeah, video Yeah, update your fucking
0: life insurance in the meantime, too, dude. I have a lot of fucking videos that, like, I don't feel like taking to get converted, man. So that's how Pornhub got started. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, man. Fucking check me out on
1: Pornhub, dude. That'd be the last thing I would ever want to fucking no. see.
2: <laughs> I can't find the song that I was thinking of, but this song also makes me think of you, and I don't know why. And maybe you can explain to me why. It
1: better be the fucking Juliana theory.
2: <laughs> no, this song. It's me
1: me of me. I was to yesterday. I fucking love this song. <laughs> No, this is a good it. CD. He's probably like one of the only people
0: that probably actually enjoys this CD. So. I
2: listen, this song specifically, though, it yeah, comes the out, video
1: was fucking stupid. So it's,
2: it's called "I Love the Way the She Chalet, said LA. Yeah. So. I,
1: I fucking listen to this CD like once a month. <laughs> that so. song
2: reminds me of you. It wasn't. I was looking for the a certain Thrice song. I couldn't find it. I'd have to play him. Probably because I was working couple. at Garden
1: View still and listening to this shit.
2: Well, I have this playlist on my phone that I made uh, maybe two years ago, and I called it "Beating Hearts Baby" because I'm an emo bitch like that, and it's only music that was made like 2000 to
1: 2010. You went Good. way too far. And,
2: and forward, yeah. Well, it's like it's more emo than anything. Like it's.
1: Fucking Carl seen Hawthorne Heights the other day.
2: Yeah, yeah like they the played first, in Rochester. Like, four bands on here that come up are Head Automatic, Emotion City soundtrack, Taking Back Sunday, Bayside. Those are the first four, like. Oh, but base. I mean, Bayside's talking- the ultimate
1: like high school girl will have sex with an older man <laughs> fucking playlist. So before I mean, we before we really
0: deep dive deep into yeah. this, we're gonna close this episode.
1: Good, because I have nothing to say him. about
2: Poison the Well.
1: <laughs> well, don't laugh; it's not fucking funny. <laughs> well. There you go. There there's
0: I guess that's actually probably what I got from a lot of girls back then too though. Like, but they didn't understand their I mean, remem- anger.
2: I, I remember them. I rem- I can I kind of remember what they looked like. I'm I may have seen them at some show somewhere. Jeff fucking coming like- out on
1: brown dickies with fucking cutoffs <laughs> and him screaming that he just wants to be fucking happy. I'm like, dude, I can relate to that. Oh, like I said, Der- Derek Miller ended up deciding to go and leave the band and start Sleigh
0: Bells and what was Sleigh Bells? It's gotta be like oh, some dance bells. shit probably, right? I it's love just like indie Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like he-, he figured it out and did his thing.
2: Like so. two chicks and like him.
1: Yeah. That's he was just so like awesome. hey. <laughs> <laughs> I love Slay
2: sleigh- bells. Sleigh Bells was rad. I don't know I don't listen. Well, then Sleigh Bells, no, I think they're still together.
0: They haven't not. They we just haven't. they an
2: album maybe like two years ago. I was going to say, they haven't
0: released anything in a couple years.
2: I'd say two, three, maybe three years ago.
0: So, yeah. If you're a Sleigh Bells fan and you didn't realize it, the uh, rhythm guitarist from Poison a Well...
1: Is the guy from Sleigh Bells? So,
2: Damn, I did not see that, like, that was the
1: people. So all the bands from like 2000 to like 2010, their side projects, they ended up turning into fucking like indie rock. And then like the 2010 but, on, or, or you became, or you could be, or you could be fucking Skrillex and be like, hey, <laughs>
0: I'm in fucking from yeah. first to last, and I'm just gonna decide to become one of the best, one of the
1: biggest EDM dudes. Ever. Well, that's because he blew out his voice. And he had a couple vocal surgeries. Doesn't fucking matter, dude. That's insane.
2: Capitalize. I know, it's no, know. I'm insane. insane.
1: But dude, you know that kid's like still like fucking like twenty seven. Like he's not even that old, <laughs> right? He was younger than me when he was singing in fucking from first to last. He was like two years younger than me. He's got to so be old. He Maybe he he's he got to be 30. in his
0: thirties now. He's he to be, be, be 30. in his 30s.
2: thirty-one.
1: Okay, there you go. But 30, like literally thirty-one, that but
2: still five-five. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't matter I 5 five. <laughs> don't
1: matter how many fucking millions you got. So
0: on that note, go find us on uh, Facebook and Twitter at What the Hops. On Instagram at What the Hops Podcast. Uh, hit up our WordPress at WhatTheHops.wordpress.com. Go check us out on hoppedupnetwork.com or bigheadsmedia.com. Oh, here we go again. The Sabres are about to get scored on because, Uh, you know, fuck hockey.
1: (laughs) And, yeah. You ever hear what my old hockey team name was? Book hockey. Say it faster. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note. You're listening to the Hopped Up Network.
0: Thank you. The show you just listened to is part of the Hopped Up Network. The Hopped Up Network is a growing family of craft beer podcasts in the United States and Canada.
1: Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com,
0: the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts.